Welcome to Bravo Breaking News. Kim and Lisa here, back to break down part two of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Should Rena be put on pause? And will Crystal be coming back next season? Stay tuned to find out. But first, I want to make sure that everyone gets their hands on a beautiful Team Kathy shirt. Um, link in link in bio. Get it before next week's finale, which is when we'll be seeing Kathy make her grand entrance in a robe and slippers onto the reunion stage, and have her answer to you know what has gone down this season. So Kathy didn't join us this week, but we still covered a lot of ground. So we pick back up on Garcelle and Diana and the whole Instagram bot situation. I just want to be left alone. I just got to say, I am team Garcelle through and through. Like Diana just needs to please see yourself out. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And while I think it's, you know, nice that Diana is trying to get to the bottom of this, it's like another way of her just flaunting her money in a way. I have money and I can afford lawyers and we can actually get to the bottom of it. Don't come for my angel baby Garcelle on on Instagram, on social. I don't want you posting about me. Like, just don't do it. No. And she's like making this about herself when it's really like not about her at all. And then they they go into this feud about whether the C word or evil is more harsh to use. Which is the harsher word? C word or evil? Now, yes. I need to know your thoughts. Oh my God. Okay. Evil is so much worse. What do you think? The C word. I disagree. No? I am no way. I what? am on, no, I am on Andy's side on this one. You, you think that calling someone evil well, is worse than the C word, calling so. someone a, the oh, C word? Like the amount of hatred you have to have to call somebody the C word, it's so disgusting and vile and derogatory. Whereas evil, you could use to describe like a Disney villain. Like it's not that harsh. Okay, so I did vagina monologues in college and there's a whole skit on reclaiming that word. So I guess I've been like become retrained to think that like it's not a bad word. And it's just like, yeah, it's like sassy to call someone a cunt, but like it's not, I would rather be called that than evil. Evil to me is like the depths of your soul is black. Like you have a black heart. You have a black heart. Like Lisa Rinna told Kathy. That to me is much bigger insult. Okay. Yeah, I mean, insult, I don't know. But like the word itself, I feel like, you know, you don't have to bleep out evil, but the C word is so vile. It cannot be said on television. So I think that says something. Hmm, agree to disagree here. It's just a body part that they're trying to make us think it's bad. They being, you know, the patriarchy, the man, as you will. I do a bit of a feminist. I I do not like, though, how none of the women stood up for Garcelle in that moment. You know, like everybody sided with Diana. Yeah, think, evil is, I think evil I mean, I think evil's much worse. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. This is one of the many times in this episode that we see Garcelle kind of on her, an island by herself with no one to back her up, but Sutton. It did seem like Garcelle was taking a lot and holding a lot back like you could just see it on her face that she was very upset 
And I don't like when she's upset, you know, I think she is such a gem and, you know, honestly, it, it, she was all of us when she was like, I'm done talking about Diana. I don't want to talk about her, honestly, because I don't want to fuel anymore. I'm good. I'm good. I think we all know that we're not going to see Diana again. Nope. Nope. I, I don't want to. I don't need to. Um, she's she's a one and done in my book. So diving into Garcelle's book. Garcelle, your book came out earlier this year. Congratulations. She makes a revelation that she had an encounter with Bill Cosby when she was a young actress. I got a part in uh, on the Cosby show. So she said that she, you know, got a call asking, you know, can we give Bill Cosby your number? He had called my modeling agency at the time and said that he wanted my number. They brought her in for an audition. She got a part, small part on the Cosby show. You know, her, she's thinking like, this could be my big break. At the time, Bill Cosby was huge. I mean, my God. And I guess he, you know, invited her to his home and, um, you know, possibly to talk about the show or give her some tips. How old were you? I had just turned 18. Mm, wow. wow. She's 18 years old. And he gives her a drink. And she said, you know, her spidey sense just kind of went off. I took a sip and something about it didn't feel right. And she left. And I ran out of there wow. as fast you as I could. You are so lucky. I mean, good for her because that would take a lot of guts to walk out on that situation. But thank God that she did because who knows what could have happened. She could have been in such a bad position, but just like listening to your gut and, you know, she said that she's always one to listen to her gut. So many times we don't, we go, ah, right. But I tend to listen to what my gut says. So if anything, that's just a lesson to always listen to your gut and just, you know, if you feel something's not right, most likely it's not right. And what is this 20, 30 years later, I bet she feels so good about the decision that she made that night. Yep. We then transitioned to Garcelle kind of versus Erica and Rinna about Bookgate. Erica, did you at least skim Garcelle's book for mentions of you before you chucked it in the trash? And we find out this revelation about Shocking revelation. I'm the one that threw Garcelle's book in the trash. Oh, really? I can't believe this didn't come out until now. It was Rena. I sent it and then Erica chose to post it. That was like, whoa. That was a major revelation. And the fact that Erica didn't, you know, reveal that when she was taking all the heat for posting that photo. You know, I'm down, she man. She took it for that long. Well, I guess it says something about their friendship and how close they are. But like, I also don't get why like why would she have posted it i don't know i just thought the whole thing was kind of weird so you threw the book out and what sent the picture to erica well i sent the video to the group chat and like who's on this group chat is it everyone minus but like is, is sutton on there it seemed like she was because she was kind of nodding in addition to that Lisa Rinna, why were you not recycling before now? Oh, that's in an the issue. trash I don't can. Need to talk so about you got so about much. Um, why are you throwing out Harry Hamlin's, Hamlin's phone? You had an old phone on there. He probably needs that phone. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing was just like a shock to me. But 
you know, I also feel like they focused so much on this recycling and like not about how it made Garcelle feel. Like these are her coworkers that she sent a book to. And granted, you know, she did a mention Amelia in the book. Rena was unhappy about it, but she printed a second edition of the book and re-released the book. We all came up with a second edition of the book. We will take it out as well as audio. And that's what we did. And still, Rena is going to throw it in the trash. She's not going to give Garcelle the time of day. And like, again, Garcelle's just sitting there like looking defeated while everybody else is just like cackling and laughing about the recycling. No, you're totally right. It was almost like the whole recycling thing took, you know, took the spotlight away from what they actually did and how, you know, how that would have hurt Garcelle. Like I would have been crushed if, you know, someone I work with had thrown my book in a trash, the trash and then posted it on social media. Um, Now, do you think because Garcelle posted, you know, her line about Erica. Erica, I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that on your own. And the caption was, you know how else you can make yourself look bad, not buy my book. So that was Erica's excuse for retaliating and posting the picture of the the book in the trash. Do you think that what Garcelle posted warranted that response? I see how Erica could be offended, but also like it's kind of a kitschy way to for Garcelle to promote her book. And I feel like if Erica was in the same situation, she would do it too. I mean, anything to like self-promote, right? Totally. <laughs> Moving on to none other than Lisa Rinna. And I have to say, as hated of a of a character as she is on this show, Lois was such a bright light. Your mom, Lois, was beloved by family, friends, and fans oh alike. And I do love the, the tribute that they paid to her on the reunion. Cheers to Lois. Cheers, Lois. So heartwarming um, hearing all of the ladies talk about it, hearing that she watched the show and loved the show and supported Rena through her ups and her downs. She never judged me. She never said, oh my God, I cannot believe you did that. That's just like what a mother, what a good mother would do. Um, and I miss Lois. Oh my God, I know. She was such a, you know, a little light. East side, west side. (laughs) I mean, honestly, parent goals, because if that was me watching my daughter behave the the way Rena does sometimes, I don't know that I would be able to reserve judgment or, you know, kind of hold back from saying like, "Mm, you might want to rethink how you're behaving, but I think it's so sweet that she was always just supportive of her daughter. And, you know, you can tell that they did have a very special relationship. Lisa kind of admits that she probably should have taken some time off after Lois passed. Maybe it would have been better if I'd taken the time off. You know, instead of just kind of pushing through and continuing to film. And then, you know, it kind of led to all these outbursts. Get out of my house and crazy behavior. I will f***ing cut you down! So do you think that Lisa Rinna's grief warranted these outbursts and behavior? Do you think that she is able to use that as a valid excuse? I think it's a contributing factor for sure. But yes, we cannot forget that there have been many, many instances in the past seasons um, where she has 
also behaved very poorly. And, you know, grief was not a factor. And we do have Denise Richards posting today, um, you know, standing up for herself saying, you know, what was her excuse last season with me? There, there was none. So I don't know. I think, I feel like I've become kind of a Rinna apologist because (laughs) as much as I'm like, oh my God, Rinna, stop. She's a really good apologizer. I'm sorry for being crazy and a maniac and screaming and doing what I've done. And when she apologizes and when she, you know, owns it, baby, she really does. And she's like, yeah, I'm a mess and I'm going to try and be better. And when she does apologize to someone, it feels genuine whether it is or not, I don't know, but I want to believe her. And so I I don't know. I, I feel like she's, I feel like she's a good housewife. I know I might get heat for this, but I feel like we kind of need her. So we'll get into more of her social media antics in a minute, but first another person that I think we need desperately next season on this show is Sutton. Sutton Strack. This was her best season yet, but she did start off on a dark note with that line to Kyle about Dorit's robbery. But it wasn't held at gunpoint, I'm sorry. And she, you know, basically apologizes like wholeheartedly, probably the most sincere apology that I've seen on this reunion yet. That's the worst thing I've ever said in my life. And I'm glad that she admits it and realizes it um, and Dorit accepts it. Okay, so here's the thing, though. I was so glad to hear Sutton say that and admit that, you know, what she did was completely abhorrent. I will regret it probably till the day I die. But I didn't hear her apologize to Dorit. Did I miss it? Like, I think I heard her say the words, I'm genuinely sorry, I apologize. And I was waiting for it, and we never got it. And so I don't know if they edited it out or what, but... I don't know. I kind of felt like I was still waiting for something. Okay. I see your point. I don't know. Maybe I feel like that they already apologized previously off camera. And this was just Sutton kind of saying how regretful she is about Mm -hmm. it because it really did seem sincere. And Dorit totally seemed to um, receive that and, and take it and was ready to move on. I'm really glad to hear you say that. It feels like it's what I needed. I needed to hear. So then we kind of dig into like the whole Kyle and Sutton thing, you know, what Mm -hmm. went down at Garcelle's party with like Kyle grabbing Sutton. Excuse me, real Sutton, don't talk like her. Don't talk like that to her. Don't talk like that to her. Kyle was like, oh, I was just playing around and stuff. But like Sutton still seemed a little bit sensitive about what happened at that event. You pulled quite aggressively but she did confirm that Kyle did not bruise her and that there was you know makeup on her arm but I still think that they have different interpretations of you know that situation and Kyle had definitely had some some drinks I'm so embarrassed I don't remember everything and so maybe she was a little more aggressive than she meant to be but I, de- I certainly don't think that, you know, it seemed like they were trying to make this about, you know, does Kyle have violent tendencies? I mean, I'm not sure I'm buying that. And then it seems like Sutton has had issues with almost every woman on the cast this season. Because then we cover <laughs> like Sutton and Rena's whole Elton John gala charity mm-hmm. gate of it all. Harry and Lisa, I invited them to the Elton John gala. Okay. 
I never got a thank you. (gasps) And what she said on Watch What Happens Live, which again, another revelation, like she wasn't really trying to throw Rinna under the bus about that. It was more about saying thank you. And it was about giving a thank you to a friend. And it all kind of led back to Harry Hamlin sauce. The sauce. Yeah, the sauce. Okay. I didn't get a text from you after we brought the sauce. Harry Hamlin sauce, who knew, would have been such a a pivotal moment in this franchise. But yeah, I mean, I'm kind of over it. It's like I, Sutton and Rena, you know, Sutton came on as Rena's friend. Um, and like, it do- certainly doesn't seem like Rena treats her as a friend. You know, they kind of had it out. Um, and you called Rinna out. Seemed um, like you maybe, she was a little bit of your punching bag. Sutton seems to, you know, believe that they're not friends. I don't consider you a friend. Okay. And nope. Lisa seemed a little shocked at that, but it's like, I'm not sure what's shocking about that. Not shocking at all. Sutton does not consider Rinna a friend. And if I were in Sutton's shoes, I wouldn't either. I mean, how can I? So onto the glue analogy that Sutton used, she said (laughs) it was like beating a dead horse the way Lisa was coming after her. You know, she's like, I turned into glue. I mean, I was giving glue to all the schools in LA. Did you understand the analogy? I'm going to admit it. I didn't, but I wouldn't have said anything like Dorit did. I would have just kept my mouth shut, but Dorit being Dorit just was like, can I just ask Because I'm so curious now. I didn't really understand the analogy of the glue. It's like she wasn't even a part of that segment. She just decided to Mm -mm. jump in and be like, actually, I didn't understand this part. Can we just circle back to this? And honestly, that's why I love Dorit, because I feel like I'm that person who sometimes I have dumb questions and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. But like, I don't get it. What? (laughs) Um. Yeah, but I thought it was pretty funny. A nice little, you know, moment of levity. So we end part two on another Rena segment, and it's all about her disastrous social media antics. You post some shit, and I'm like, what is she doing? Which mm-hmm. she needs to stand up and speak about. We have all been subject to them. I am blocked by Lisa Renna. I have been for months. So actually it's kind of been a breath of fresh air for me because I haven't had to deal with it, but I do see, you know, reposts and rumblings here and there. Um, And, you know, basically she admits she's an impulsive person. She can't Mm -hmm. help herself. You get, yes, Yes. I think that it, it is. She just does these things in the moment and then has to delete them and answer for them. Like, what did you think of how she reacted to Andy kind of coming at her about it? Oh my God, Andy was like scolding her. It gives me anxiety. You know it's in your control. I I guess I'm not an impulsive person. I think things through like more than I should. So I don't really understand that. But like, if she kind of gets a high off of it, then you know, I guess I can see it, but you would think like after once or twice or three or four, 10 times of, you know, posting something and then having to like backtrack or delete or get in trouble or answer, you know, all of these, uh, haters coming at you, you'd think that you'd learn your lesson and be like, maybe I should just stop for a minute, take a beat, um, before I hit post. Any thoughts about giving up social media for a time? I feel like, you know, 
she should have maybe taken some time off the show and she definitely should have taken some time off of social media. I mean, like everybody's been advocating for her to be put on pause and she's like, put me on pause. I don't care. <laughs> put me on pause. Um, I don't care. Like you yes, care. She totally cares. <laughs> you care, Rinna. We all know you care. We don't believe that for one second that you want to be put on pause. No, I think it's her trying to protect herself and trying to, you know, break up with someone before she gets dumped or quit a job before she gets fired. But maybe she needs a pause. She kind of put herself on a social media pause for like half a day and was like, I'm not going to talk about the show anymore. But then like the next day she was talking about the show. So I don't know, Lise. And I do kind of see similarities between Rinna and Dorinda on her last season. Like, you know, Dorinda was consistently crossing the line, like saying these completely inappropriate things, getting drunk, you know, just being out of control. And, you know, she was put on pause. And at BravoCon, Andy actually said Dorinda's time to come back is is coming. So- oh. Maybe Rina just needs a good old break from the show and she'll come back stronger like I think Dorinda will too. Too much this year. We shall see. So one person I'm curious if they'll be back next year is Crystal. Um, she kind of got into it again with Kyle um, talking about, you know, the tone of the conversation, the dark things that were said or not said, and comparing the situation to Kyle and Garcelle's um, argument, you know, a couple seasons back. I think it's a little different, though. It's you got to stop, Kyle. No, and actually, you have to stop. You know, I think they just are not speaking the same language is what it comes down to. Like, they're they just don't get each other. That's my just truth. You don't understand it. They don't mix well, but it doesn't really seem like Crystal's mixing well with many of them. So do you think she'll be back next year? I personally don't think we need her. Um, and it doesn't bode well that Andy is on the opposite side of Crystal too. Like, you know, Crystal is trying to really um, double down on this dark comment. She keeps bringing it back up because it's kind of like her only thing to cling on from the mm -hmm. season. And Andy keeps like shutting it down. Like, this is not the same thing. You are not saying the same thing. I Crystal. think you're talking about so, two different things. We're talking as much as I love Crystal as a person, I think Casey Wilson has said this on Bitch Sesh multiple times. Great person, lover, would love to hang out with her. Does she make a, a good, good housewife? No, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't totally want to see agree. Crystal back. I totally agree. I just think she is not giving us main character energy. And, you know, that's what we need. That's what we need. And you know who does give main character energy is Kathy Mother Effing Hilton, <laughs> who finally arrives next week. And we see a little peek of that in the teaser. This yeah. next part is yeah. going to oh, yeah. be a little yeah. tricky dicky. Were you like as giddy as I was when she comes out of that black car and is like ready to go in her slippers and her robe. Oh my God. Absolutely. Because I was like, I'm sorry, what time is it? Cause they had been filming for hours at this point. So I feel like this, that was probably, an, that was like an editing trick for sure. 
Mm, I don't know. I bet you she had like a 2 p.m. call time and she was in her pajamas and flippers. I think it was a calculated move because, you know, we all thought it was so funny that she arrived in Aspen in flippers. She knows what she's doing, but I still was here for it. And I was like, I want that life where I don't need to be somewhere until 2 p.m. and I can show up in my pajamas and they'll just, you know, fix me up into a, you know, a little Beverly Hills Barbie. And the ladies are preparing for it. Garcelle and Sutton are taking shots. I'm drinking something. And Rinna is seemingly like pacing around the set, like practicing her lines. She's like, all I have to do is tell the truth. All I have to do is tell the truth. Like <laughs> she's like repeating these mantras to herself. It was so funny, like literally talking to no one. Truth is the truth. That's all we're doing is just telling the truth. It reminded me of the scene in Devil Wears Prada where you know they say that Miranda's coming in the office and everyone just like goes into a frenzy. Kyle's like, where's that be sitting? Next to you. Show way to the world. No one is looking forward to this. Um, except for us. The except viewers. For us. <laughs> I mean, like, I can't wait. It's what this season has I've been waiting all season for this, and, and it's gonna culminate into this, you know, explosive moment. Make sure you stay tuned because next week's recap is going to be probably the best of the season. And you got some insider tips too at BravoCon, right? Like Andy kind of said, like the story's not over. There's more to be told. So make sure you guys come back next week, hit that subscribe button so, and notifications so that you know when our episodes go live. And we can't wait to break it all down next week. Stay tuned for the Rinna and Kathy takedown we've all been waiting for. Bye. Bye everyone.